Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. gorgeous and welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast if this is your first time listening I either way I am so excited to have you here and to share this episode with you which is something that just came out of a personal uh, realization insight just this week and I know that this applies to a lot of people and with my podcast, I I want to get into a bit more of a flow um, or it's becoming obvious to me to get into a bit more of a flow with sharing like these personal insights that come through to me that are really alive in me as they come through because I know that the things that I'm going through and the things I'm experiencing resonate so much with my community and with my listeners. And it's just awesome to create episodes around things that are really alive, things that I'm really adorning on me. I'm really learning. And I also through my recent safari experience, which you might've seen, or you might see, or if you haven't, you will see, uh, is two episodes back. I've got a, um, safari learnings podcast episode because I went on this personal development soul safari with my mentor William Whitecloud and one of the things that came sort of after that when I was really journaling and reflecting on that experience was I I was realizing how much you know part of my nature and like what really works for me and my gifts and how I share them is to share my personal insight and revelations that I'm having. And sometimes with my podcast, I've kind of got a bit stuck in feeling like, okay, what's the topic I'm going to make a podcast on? And what are are going to be my supporting points and stories? So like I do share a lot of, um, personal experiences on the podcast, but it was just really dawning on me like, whoa, you know what, what I'm really about, what's, what's in my nature is to really share things that come up as they're coming up for me and, and, and share it like that. So that's what I'm doing here with this episode. I'm following through guys. I'm following through, you know, my mastermind babes, my coaching clients, this is what it looks like following through on the insight, the super conscious insight that you gleaned, you follow through on it. So that's what I'm doing. Um, so what I want to share in this podcast episode that I was having a bit of a, whoa, shit, that's what's going on moment with actually just a couple of days ago, uh, is 
is about seeing what are wins or what you can see as wins as failures um, and how it creates negative momentum. So to a degree, I've been aware of this pattern that I've got for about four years, uh, like really aware where it just really smacked me in the face. But I've never seen sort of like the next steps or the underpinning of it or or why I didn't want to let go of it until this week. Or if I have, I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, and, and I had this uh, revelation. I was sharing it with a friend of mine and I was like, well, I just feel like so many people uh, that I work with would want to hear me talk about this. Um, so thus, here I am. Now, what I do and what I, a lot of people I work with do is judge a lot of the things that they're creating as not enough. So they're not making enough money or getting enough engagement on Instagram or having enough followers or having enough clients or having enough people take them up on their offer or yeah, just basically that enough of any of those things or, you know, or anything, but it's not enough, right? Like there's this judgment that it's not enough. They've set this arbitrary standard of where they think they should be right now at this moment in time and their current circumstances are not measuring up to that exact arbitrary, completely arbitrary standard that they have set for themselves. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So the first time I noticed myself do this where I was like, fuck, I I always do this and it fucks me was about four years ago when I ran my, or actually maybe a bit less than four years ago. Anyways, whatever. I ran my first retreat. So I actually was having some really like solid momentum in my business. At that time, I was doing a lot of my sexual alchemy practices and I was just I was just so like in what I wanted to share with women, my mission, and I was just doing it. And there was just kind of no regard for self-consciousness or worthiness or are people going to want me or blah, blah, blah. And I was just like in full power mode. And I ran um, some in-person evenings. I had a mastermind at the time. And anyway, I came up with this idea or like it really occurred to me, it became very obvious to me that maybe running a retreat would be really cool. And the the women in my mastermind would be like, love that. And it'd be just so awesome for everyone. So I pitched it to them. They were like so excited about it. And so then, you know, it was an open retreat for anyone to come to. So then I ran a couple of free evenings and I invited people um, to sign up for the retreat. And I was in this very, just like very full power mode. And then I was not having the number of people sign up for my treat, that retreat that I wanted, right? This is just going to sound so stupid when I say it, but you're probably doing some version of this right now, or you've done it and you might see it as I share this with you. So the place that I booked 
Um, I could have eight. I'm just thinking if I remember this correctly. I could have, oh, no, no. I could have, I think, nine, eight. Oh, sorry, guys. I think I could have, I think I could have eight people. All right, I'm just going to go with this. Like I could have eight people at the venue, but actually I thought there was more. I thought I was booking a place where I could have 12, but it turns out there was a mistake in the Airbnb description. Um, And then I realized I could only have eight unless some people shared like double or queen beds. So there was a room that had bunk beds and then there was two queen beds and there was a king bedroom. And um, so I think the bunk bedroom was full. It was, I think. And then I had an option for people to share a queen or have that room to themselves. And, you know, it's different pricing for it, blah, blah, blah. And anyways, in so in the end, I, yeah, I thought I had space for more, like 12 or something. And in the end, I had space for eight and I had six people sign up um, and do the retreat. And keep in mind, this is my first fucking retreat, right? Um, And I felt just so much shame about it. I like, I felt I, I was, or even more so than the shame, I think, well, maybe, okay, I didn't feel so much shame about it. I felt shame about it, but I just felt terrible about it within myself. Like it wasn't enough. Um, I think like it covered the costs of everything, but, but maybe not much more because I got really awesome catering um, and just the price of the house and stuff. But I wasn't at a loss. Like I wasn't even at a fucking loss, you know, my first retreat. I mean, whatever, like, oh, just just cringing at myself right now. <laughs> um, but I, I was like, this is not enough. And I felt really bad about it. And I felt just like, you know, it totally knocked, I had just been on this powerhouse momentum. And I like, I just felt like shit because I quote unquote only had six people sign up for my retreat. And I just like, it made me want to hide. I even like, even before the, even before, before it was done and dusted and like the retreat actually started, I was already going like, as in like still weeks out from the retreat. I felt so ashamed. I was going into contraction. I was finding it. Oh, this has happened to me before. Obviously it's a pattern, but I'm just remembering a time this happened to me or even twice actually with, uh, my course that I'd run before this, um, time I was starting to contract. I was not really promoting it or sharing about it very much because I was feeling just, I don't know, shit about myself. And, like I wasn't good enough. It wasn't enough. It was embarrassing, all this kind of stuff. And, and I could see, and then I just like, I could see myself doing it. And I woke up to it afterwards and I was like, oh my God, Alex, like you used this whole experience to not feel good enough about yourself because you didn't reach the target you set. And maybe part of that whole pattern is setting unrealistic targets or, and though it is being attached to those targets and that anything less means I'm not enough. And, um, and I, and I just saw how 
I like, because I was judging what I was creating as not enough, I went into contraction and it sabotaged me. And then I was in contraction, like just more and more contraction in my business. Um, like even immediately after the retreat, cause I was like, Oh, not enough, like n- not enough, whatever. Um, and it put me into like the, the a dysfunctional contraction cycle rather than I could have used that experience to create positive momentum going forward. So I, I recognized this and I was like, whoa, do you know what I could have done? I could have seen every person that said yes to that retreat as a win. I mean, the retreat itself, don't get me wrong, the retreat itself went so well. Like it was it was just incredible. I I thought that I might sort of be in my head or feel stressed or tired or like, yeah, just essentially be in my head, but it was like full flow. We had the best time. It was so amazing. Um, but it was this relationship I was having to how many people had come basically. Um, and yeah, so afterwards I was reflecting on it and I was like, I could have celebrated that and I could have just been in the celebration that I was putting on a retreat and that anyone said yes to the retreat, even if it was two people. I could have just been in the celebration of that as a step in my journey of like more retreats and sharing my work rather than judging it as not enough. And if I had have done that, I would have kept that momentum ride that I was on going of like, of sharing things, of creating things, of putting out events. I mean, it also just so happened that COVID hit like a month after that. Um, but you know, like I, I could have kept that, that positive spiral momentum of expansion and growth going if I had acknowledged the awesomeness of that, even though I didn't hit my ultimate sold out target, right? So we can all see that clearly. And that's just a, a pattern that I I play out in my ego. It's part of my egoic structure. It's just there. So I just have to be uh, aware of it and notice when I'm doing it, which happened, which just, I just caught myself doing this. I just caught myself doing it. I was judging this thing that I'm creating at the moment as not enough. I was feeling shame about it. It was actually something from Safari. I think that like clicked in my head as this was happening. I was, you know, it was making me want to contract. It was making me not want to be fully in it because I felt like I was failing and it's not working and blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, oh, Alex, you're doing that thing. <laughs> you're doing that thing of judging this as not enough. And like, you've got to catch yourself doing it because it's an unconscious, if, if it's something that you do, it's so, it's so unconscious, like you believe it's true. You believe it's real, right? And it's coming from your not enough belief. Um, and what I realized, so I'm just going to tell you the little snippet from Safari that like really dropped for me in this realization. And then like the deeper realization that I had this week around it, which was really like, poor, whoa. Um, so at Safari, William said, we, I think I was with one of my friends and 
Uh, my friend asked William, we're about to move on to the next place where there's a lot more game, a lot more wildlife and all the big cat predators and the big five and stuff. And my friend asked William, what animal do you most want to see? Or what are you really looking forward to seeing? What do you want to see when we, you know, go to the next place? And William said, like, he said, oh, I want to see, you know, I really like seeing X. And then uh, right after he said it, he said, you know what? And like, that's, that's what I want. That's the level that I'm holding myself at of like, this is my level of like what I'm creating. But you know what? If, if we walked away and all I'd seen was like the elephants that we've already seen, I mean, wow, how amazing, like how amazing I'd be happy. How amazing. But, you know, of course, there's this high level that I'm aiming for, that I'm holding, that this is my level of seeing all these other things. But just like, how amazing if all we saw was elephants. And I went home back from Africa and I'd just seen elephants. And I was like, whoa, that's the attitude. That's it. That is it. That is the attitude of holding yourself at a certain level of like, okay, I hold myself at the level of someone that is creating retreats and that's that's my level now. I create retreats, I run retreats, I have let's just, I'm just using this as an, as an example. I have 10 to 15, let's say I have 10 to 15 people come to my retreats. That's the level I hold myself at now of what I create in my life. Let's just say, for example, that was me back then. Okay. Um, and then I put on a retreat and I have six people join the retreat. So here's Here's what the I'm not good enough belief wants you to do. The sabotaging pattern wants you to do is go, oh my God, six people. That's not enough. That's not good enough. Like you were meant to be having more than that. What's wrong? What does this mean about you? No one wants you. No one wants your thing. You're actually not as far ahead as you thought. You're not creating enough. It's so embarrassing. You should be further ahead by now. You're never going to get where you want. Like if you only have six people join your retreat, like that's, that's what the not good enough belief wants to do is like you chose to hold yourself at a level you were going for that. That was your target and you didn't hit it. But that is a, that is a dysfunctional and disempowering way to respond to that situation. So the, the creative and empowering way to come at that, that situation is to go, okay, like that's what I was going for, but wow. I'm going to I'm going to get to run a retreat where I share the the transformational work that I'm passionate about with women and like every single person that says yes is a gift of like I I get to do this. How amazing I get to do this. I get to do what I'm about. And like yes you know, I maybe I have a vision for the level to which I see that and that I hold myself to that level, but what a fucking gift like any slice of that is. What a gift. And to be in the full appreciation of that gift without like without you having it having to reach an arbitrary 
goalpost in order for you to be in the appreciation of getting to do what you love. So, so the the deeper insight that then dropped into me for for me like this couple of days ago when I was noticing myself doing this, um, I so I was noticing myself feeling really shit about something and judging it as not enough and all this stuff. And then I, and I had this awareness of like, oh, okay, I'm doing this. What if I just like totally flip my script and appreciate every single person that's already said yes to this? Like how amazing, how, how what a gift that I get to do this. And like, I have just been literally like, imagine the universe is a gift horse. I've been lifting, looking the gift horse in the mouth and being like, no, that's not enough. That's not enough. Thank you. Not, not even thank you. That's not enough. What the fuck? What the fuck universe? <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm sure a lot of people listening to this can relate. Like, like having a fucking child tantrum like that's not enough I ordered more I ordered more or like say you know it could be an example of where you put out an offer and no one's taken you up on it yet yet right it's like I wanted it by now but I wanted it by now why why don't I have it right it's, it's just when you look at it that way it's just just sounds so stupid, right? But anyways, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to be in the deep appreciation of, of anything like that I'm receiving here, even though I have, I still have a vision and end result of the level to which I ultimately see this. I can have that vision and I can be an appreciation of any of like, just like everything leading up to that point. And if this, this manifestation of this thing right now reaches that, that level I want or that I see for it, or that I, you know, I I want to create for it. It doesn't fucking matter. Like it just doesn't matter if it's like right now, or if this is a stepping stone to that. Um, but anyway, coming back to the deeper insight, the deeper realization. So I was saying to myself, all right, Alex, what if I just, What if I just be in the appreciation of this? And I noticed, this was the first time I noticed my resistance to actually going into appreciation and celebration of what it was that I had created. Maybe because I don't even usually catch myself in in this phase of the creation where it's not over yet and and I'm just starting to judge it as not enough. And... Uh, and, and catching it and switching it then. But I noticed how hard it was for me. And I was, I was, you know, I was intending to, or like choosing like, okay, what if I just, you know, celebrate each of these people that actually get to serve with this thing. And there was this part of my ego going, no, like, like, it's not going to be okay if you do that. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck is that about? Like, you know, like it really felt like, I felt fear come up, like it's not going to be okay. And what I realized, it took me just a little bit to actually really like get to the bottom of it. And I realized that my ego felt like or was believing that if I didn't see the situation as not enough, 
then I wouldn't be aware of the threat of not creating more for the situation. So my ego was essentially like hung up about the idea that it was, or it was creating a story that if I don't reach this again, just arbitrary target that I've set, then the next thing is not going to work out. And then, and then I'm not going to um, have like the security and stability that I need at X point in the future. And so, so that's, that's the, that's what my ego was making this whole thing about, you know, our ego is always trying to resolve our sense of safety, security. But when we let ourselves be in the focus of resolving that, we just land ourselves back in our patterns. Um, and so the way to create powerfully is actually to really be in the end result of what you're creating and in the love of it. Um, and that might seem ironically, but like, that's actually what's going to take care of all of those other viability, um, concerns. Uh, but I'm not diverting on this podcast into that. Uh, but what, what I wanted to share is that, yeah, I noticed my ego was like, no, we can't see this as enough because if we see this as enough, then you're not going to be okay in the future. That's essentially what happened. It's like, if you see this as enough, then you're not going to like go into like freak out and like control mode to try to control what's going to happen in the future. And we're not going to be okay in the future. And it was once I saw that, that I really got the power back in the situation. And I was like, whoa, I, my seeing things as not enough pattern is like, I get locked into that because my ego feels like the, and and part of the whole purpose of that pattern is my ego believes that the future is not going to be okay. If I see what I have and where I am right now as enough. So you know, I share this with you because I, you know, this is a pattern that I actually think plays out for a lot of people and you're like the, the purpose or the role that you're not enough pattern is, um, playing for you could be a little bit different. It might not be exactly the same as mine that you're not going to be okay in the future if you see things as enough now, but it might be, you know, that, that might actually be, um, a really predominant one, but yours could be for a slightly different purpose. So here's what I encourage you to do with this is to, um, if you have a pattern of seeing things in your life as not enough, what I encourage you to ask is like, what, am, what is my, what am I trying to protect by doing that? What what am I, what's my ego? Like, how is it trying to serve me with that? What is it trying to achieve by that? And the best thing, um, for you to be able to really see this in your life is if you can see this playing out somewhere right now, um, and you can look at it and you go, okay, what if, what if I saw that as a win? It might not be ultimately 
like where I want to get to and my highest vision. But what if I saw that as a win? And what if there's resistance towards that? Why don't I want to see that as a win? Why does it feel threatening to me to see that as a win? And that's going to reveal to you like what your dynamic is, what your whole thing is about. Because what I realized for myself, and then this bit, you know, would probably, um, may very well apply to you as well. What I realized for myself as I did that, I was like, whoa, okay, so I, I, my pattern of seeing things as not enough, I do that unconsciously. My ego does that unconsciously to try to make sure that I'm taken care of in the future because it feels like things aren't going to be okay. It's not enough. It's trying to resolve that sense of not enough. So if we see this as not enough, then I'll be aware there's a threat and then I'll go and deal with that threat. But this is a dysfunctional mode of operation that's actually going to lead me further away from having enough and having what I want because all it does is send me into contraction um, and I actually make less money. I have less people in my programs because I'm just fully contracted rather than being in the love and in the full expression of what I'm sharing, which ironically, like in being in that appreciation, ironically actually results in everything else being taken care of in the future. So I, I like, I have to do the opposite of what my ego wants me to do in order to you know, to actually have everything work out. Um, And so what I realized as well through this, I was like, okay, so if I'm in this pattern of not enough and I feel like I keep experiencing not enough in my life um, or I, you know, I experience not enough in my life uh, whenever it comes up, what, like, this actually got triggered to me through a conversation with a friend to just, to just ask it in this specific way. I was like, okay, so if I'm experiencing what enough, how is the universe, like if, it, if I'm getting not enough, what is it reflecting um, to me right now? Like if sort of everything is something I'm creating and reflecting something to me, what's it reflecting? It's reflecting, um, like what is it, what is it reflecting to me? And it's, what I got was that it's reflecting to me that I am not receiving what I actually have. So I'm having this experience of not enough, but it's actually because I'm not receiving. I am not in, I'm not receiving what's here. I'm not receiving when, when this is triggered and when I'm in this dynamic, I am not receiving life. I am judging whatever is presenting as not good enough and I'm rejecting it. And so then because I am in not enough and I'm in lack, I create more not enough and lack. That's how beliefs work. Um, And I'm not receiving. I'm not receiving myself. I'm not receiving life and I'm not receiving what I'm being given. So when, when you are, you know, whatever it is like you're, you're receiving and you're creating in life, if you're looking at that and going, that's not enough, you're not receiving it. And you can't receive more because you're not even fucking receiving it. 
You have to receive it in order to receive more, in order to be in the receptive mode, in order to be receiving. Um, And, you know, in order to create more of that thing, you have to receive the thing first. Um, and, you know, a way we can receive it is to, to be in appreciation of it. Even, even if we have a desire or a vision for more of that, you've got to receive what you've actually got and what you're getting first. And just going through that journey with the, this uh, situation, just recent situation, showed me really what that means, you know, receiving and how I wasn't receiving. Like it's a bit of this abstract concept, receiving, receiving things. But it showed me like, oh, like when you're not, like when I'm judging things as not enough, I'm not receiving them. Like when I'm, when I'm not in, you know, an appreciation of things, I'm not receiving them. I'm not in receiving. So I can't receive more. Um, I'm in, I'm in a lack and I'm going to keep creating that, that lack or just, or just a lack of receiving, even if you're not in like a, an actual sort of lack situation, because I'm not in an actual lack situation. Like I just wasn't hitting my arbitrary goalposts. Um, that I put out there. And again, but before, you know, it's just my judgment. It, like additionally, it's just my judgment because, because I have that freak out before the thing is even over, you know, like before I even have the actual end result. So that's what I wanted to share with you in this episode. I feel like I could keep talking about it, but I, you know, I think I think I I really like shared the story and the lessons from the story. And now it's just, if you resonate with this to just sit with it, receive it and consider how this applies to situations in your life, because seeing your wins as failures creates negative momentum. It creates negative momentum because it sends you into contraction and then whatever like belief, whatever fundamental belief gets triggered for you. So, uh, and your compensating strategy for me, so uh, for, for you. So for me, my compensating strategy is to withdraw and go into hiding. That's, that's how I deal with it. And that certainly ain't going to get me the end result that I'm after. Um, And so it really, like, it's a creative imperative. And when I say creative imperative, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's an imperative for your highest expression of who you are and what you want to create in your life and actually being the manifester of your life, the predominant creative force in your life. It's an imperative that you celebrate and acknowledge what you create and don't just see it as not enough. And, you know, probably for everyone listening to this, there are things that you are seeing right now as failures in your life and that you have seen previously as failures that you could see as wins. If you flipped the script and you just were in the appreciation of like just whatever, whatever degree to which you experienced 
what you wanted, or you even got a valuable lesson out of it, um, or or even just the the value of like that you went for it, even if you didn't get a result yet from that time of trying, that you can be in the appreciation of seeing that as a win, seeing that as a win, you know, and the the upward spiral positive momentum of that, how that will then propel you further and further into creating what you love and and with that momentum even attract things to you. And, and once you shift your energy, everything around you shifts. Everything around you shifts. Do you know what's sort of funny about this story is, you know, I was having this whole lack thing come up for me and then I shifted it. I went through those revelations and realizations and then realizations of what was underneath that. And and through that, that, that's an alchemy process is through that. I didn't have to try like through that uncovering and that revelation and, and that choosing of like, okay, what's, what am I really about? What do I love? Um, that shifted my vibration, that, that shifted my state that I was in. And I, I received an email just completely out of the blue uh, of someone wanting to sign up for coaching with me and then just had a call like two days later um, and uh, they are going to start coaching with me. And I was like, whoa, that's so funny. It, like like the, the also the additional attractor force of when you shift your energy. It's not just that you are in a more open and expanded state and uh, for taking action. That's one major part of it. And that's the part to really focus on, but also you attract to you differently when you shift your energy. Um, and I also had, when I was working with this, um, during the week, I also had then suddenly like two other people completely out of the blue, like, you know, join the, the thing that I was having the shit come up about. Uh, just from that. So there, you know, there's so just, oh gosh, do not underestimate what is going on in your consciousness and the power of shifting that. And it will literally like change your life. Because if I stayed in the pattern of judging everything I created or most things I created, a lot of things I created as not enough, I would keep every single time setting myself back for like six months as I used to do of contraction, like whatever, playing out this pattern and then sort of get back on the horse again, get centered, get going. And then bam, it happens again. It happens again. It happens again. And I would be nowhere. I would be nowhere. Or I would be moving at a painfully like plateaued pace, which is what I did for a long time, um, rather than expanding in my creations. And so this applies to you too. And I really like, I hope this episode is revealing some of your pattern to you. And, and as, as I was just saying, yeah, revealing like the power of your consciousness and the power in shifting your consciousness and the power in revealing like your patterns and what's really going on beneath them and what changes when you change them, when you change on the inside, what changes on the outside, you know, and it's through this shift in your consciousness and your vibration through that, like not just in your mindset, not just in your thinking process, but like in your consciousness and your vibration, 
from, you know, actually going through that alchemical process. So anyways, I hope this has served you. I hope it continues like what I've shared in this episode just continues to unfold and reveal itself to you deeper and deeper in the coming week. And if you did enjoy this episode, I have a request for you. I would love for you to share it with someone that you think would also really benefit from this. Um, And, you know, obviously for that person's benefit, and it also really helps me get this podcast out there to the people who, you know, this is life-changing stuff. Um, The people who it's really going to make a difference for in their lives. So, uh, I request that you, yeah, you share it with someone um, that that you think would also enjoy it. And if you are listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, to leave a review, whether it's just leaving uh, a star review, like a number of star, star rating, that's what it's called, a rating, um, or on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave a review and that just really helps me get my podcast out there, this podcast out there, this message out there. And it also really helps me um, with my, you know, my passion and my energy that I pour into this when I when I see and I experience people really loving it and really getting a lot of value from it. Um, it makes a very big difference to me creating this for you. So that is my request and thank you. I'm sending you so much love and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.